Welcome to Pure Gasmic Love Podcast with Dragonfly. Hmm, that's me. Join me for intimate conversations surrounding various topics relating to relationships, sex, and holistic wellness. A sex-positive space for mature audiences only. On today's episode of Pure Gasmic Love Podcast, in the celebration of love, we are talking about actionable love and what that looks like in our lives for ourselves and each other. Hope you enjoy. Oh, I'm so excited. And we are coming to a close for registration. So what am I excited about? I'm excited about the Goddess Gateway that is happening in Florida for all of the vulva owners out there. Uh, If you haven't checked it out, it is on puregasmiclove.com forward slash gateway. Go check it out. March 3rd through the 5th. And it is a day event and registration is closing February 24th. After that, we cannot register you anymore. So if you're even thinking about it, go check it out. The other announcement we have is we are looking for individuals and couples willing to share their experiences and stories about living a non-monogamous life. I want you to share that with us and also people like you listening. Our goal is to showcase and celebrate the wide variety of relationship designs and unique stories of this type of lifestyle. If you're interested in sharing your story, please email us at podcast at puregasmiclove.com. Thank you. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know that I have a little part about music and moving and grooving to it, or it just helps me feel and connect deeper to myself and the world around me. And today's pick is by Ed Sheeran. It's called Love in Slow Motion. And I thought it was magnificent to feature because it's something I've been listening to in the spirit of loving more in February. So here it is. Check it out. It's been a while since we've been alone. So turn off the world and the telephone. I need to tell you you're beautiful because it's been a while. And I apologize. Ah, I just love Ed Sheeran. I don't know if I already said that, but I'm just going to say it again. <laughs> oh, so if you haven't checked out that podcast uh, playlist, please go over to Spotify and it's called Pure Gasmic Love. And there is a list now. You're not maybe going to love all the songs, but that's okay. You will find something that connects you deeper to you. Do you love what you hear? Yes. Hmm. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. In doing so, you too are helping others listen, connect, and discover more pleasure for their life. Love. Love completely. Love. Love all of you. That was a poem that I wrote and that I placed in my love letter, which some people call newsletters, but they're not news from me. I always write these and add something personal in them, so I decided to call them love letters. And if you've heard me speak in the past, you know February isn't a time that we only celebrate love in our lives. And I encourage you to do the same. But what I have realized that what February 14th brings, even though it's a Hallmark holiday, (laughs) 
<laughs> is it brings deeper awareness to what love may mean. And this year I'm talking about actionable love. And that is something that I have seen that we do on February 14th. We step into love in a different way than we may do every day by showing, by giving gifts, by doing for maybe others. Mm -hmm. But we don't always think about that actionable love for ourselves throughout the whole year either. So that's why I took that topic because it's not just a sentence, I love you. Love is expressed through our actions. Absolutely. And I love how we express our love through our actions. And that's something we're going to be talking about today. What does it actually mean to show actionable love? And how does that show up in our lives? Right. Specifically. Right. You know, to truly love someone is to know them and to know how to meet their needs. But if you don't know your own, it's really, really difficult and challenging to do that for somebody else. Mm. So part of today is talking about turning that actionable love around towards ourselves. So that way you can be more, you can be there more completely for your partner or your partners. Makes sense. Because many times you've heard me say, it starts with you. Absolutely. If you don't take care of yourself, you aren't able to take care of anyone else. Exactly. I think that's something that that is commonly overlooked. By people, they we celebrate sacrificing yourself for others, but at some point, there's nothing left to sacrifice, and now you can't support others mm -hmm. because you just have nothing left to give. So, uh, yeah, I think that's a a huge topic, and I can personally speak to that. <laughs> I know what that's like. Absolutely. I know what being a yes person is, mm -hmm. a people pleaser, as we are called, all of those things, mm -hmm. and seeing that being. Ooh, I almost got ahead of myself yeah. uh, because there is something I want to talk about in that, that we all are programmed to think Right. why we don't actually step into the action of taking care of ourselves and seeing that specifically. Right. Oh, I love this topic and I love love, pure orgasmic love. Yeah. There you go. I mean, you named the company that for a reason. It's obviously one of I your favorite topics. Did. I definitely <laughs> did. So actionable love. Yes. Not just words, but showing. And that looks differently possibly for your partners and yourself. And I want to bring attention to that because for me and many, and I'm just not, I'm not going to be gender specific about this, but I've seen it more with women than I have men that I work with. Okay. That it's seen as selfish to take care of yourself. And I specifically have been in that space. And, and there's, there's another episode I would like to get deeper <laughs> in this with. But I want to touch on it for a second. That was my messaging. Mm -hmm. So anytime I wanted to act in a space for me to take care of myself, I didn't do it. So it's constantly neglecting my needs and, and what made, feel me, made me feel good. Right. Um, nurtured me to keep going for myself and others. Right. So I, I feel that's a common thing that, that we all go through mm. in some sort of way. But 
women in this world have been programmed from an early age to not do for you, but to do for others. I mean, us being mothers and all of those things, right? I was right? going to say that's the, if nothing else, that's the mom programming. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. I mean, you see it everywhere. It, it's mothers are told you have to be super mom. And if you do anything for yourself, that you are selfish. And holy crap, that that's not sustainable. It's damaging. And it's, it's and so it's damaging. damaging. So, uh, so I, I would agree with, with that statement. And yeah. People find how we walk through our relationship very interesting sometimes. <laughs> I think that's a fair statement. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I want to talk about some things I don't know if I if we should talk about ourselves first. Ooh, how about this? Should we talk about ourselves first or should we talk about our partnership first? Uh, let's do ourselves first. Okay. Well, I want to start out by saying the first relationship we have is with ourselves. That's why I picked ourselves first. And <laughs> uh, allowing the time and learning who you are, your authentic self is mm. super valuable and important. Mm. And in my life, that has helped me knowing myself better and knowing what my needs are has helped me connect with you in a deeper way. Yeah. I mean, that makes perfect sense if if you think about it logically. I mean, if you know what you want, then you can bring that to the table and it makes perfect sense. And I think this is where that programming comes in we were just talking about, where it's amazing how many people we talk to. And, and again... And you might be one of them listening and, and, right, and, right now. And That's I will the say thing. particularly women, again, because of the programming, who, when you talk to them about their relationship with themselves, they don't have one. They don't have time for it because <sighs> their relationship as mom, as wife, as employee, as boss, as business owner, as all of the things that that women have been doing and doing great jobs at, but our program to not take time for themselves, that's takes precedence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's almost across the board. Everybody has one of their worst relationships is with themselves. I know it was for me, you know, so yeah. And we're talking about women, but you just said one of the worst relationships you had was with yourself. Right. And, and, for different reasons. Uh, but yeah, I think that being able to sit down and have a relationship with yourself is just as difficult as having a relationship with someone else. There's good times, there's bad times, but you need to have a healthy one in order to step out and, and have a relationship with someone else, in my opinion. Well, for me and, Oh, I just want to pause for a second and redirect this about Mm -hmm. something you just said is you also have a lot of programming. We about taking care of others mm-hmm. and stuff as well mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, from an early age. Mm-hmm. And so I think that has, and I can't speak for you, but I think right. that's what you're talking about when you're talking about you've had a hard time having a relationship with yourself specifically as well. Yeah. I mean, we all have our own, like you said, programming, which is, is partly society. We have those kinds of things, but it's also partly family. Uh, we grew up in a certain environment. We get programmed by our environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
by example, by the way we were treated, by all of the things that happened. And we all have a unique mix of, mm-hmm. of things. And and sadly, in the modern world, almost no one has a healthy mix of those things. It, it's so... Um, well, that's where I'm talking about taking time for yourself mm-hmm. to get to know what it looks like. Right. Because I know that I am a better partner because I've done that for myself, for you. And and please agree. correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> no, I agree. If yeah. yeah. I think our relationship has improved dramatically over the time that we have been working on our relationships with ourselves. Once we started actively doing that, there was a shift in our our relationship because there was a shift in our individual relationships with ourselves. Yeah, Period. definitely. And I'm really glad that so. you see that and you feel that too. <laughs> I know it was a little resistant in the beginning, <laughs> but... Sometimes there's one partner more I, willing to work than the other one. I, I mean, will. I have lots of clients that that have that. And then sometimes I feel like I hit the gold mine and both partners are ready and willing and putting <laughs> in the time for themselves and right. to come together to do their home play um, to practice, mm-hmm. right? So if we say that... Um, if we say that it's not just about who I lost my train of thought, it'll come back if I need, if I need it, it'll come back. I know. It well, that's all right. Uh, so I had to allow myself the time in learning who I was mm-hmm. learning my needs. And part of that is not just saying, I love myself, knowing that you need to love yourself because yeah. you hear it all the time. Oh, right. you need to love yourself. It's about loving yourself. Well, what does that actually look like? Right. 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 And it's by showing yourself. Mm-hmm. And I would like to share a couple of things that I do for myself regularly that make me feel good. Now, this may not if you're listening right now and you're like, oh, oh, I'm going to find all these things for myself. Well, you may not resonate with everything that I do for me, but this will show you some of the things because we think very linear about our self-care. I hear all the time, oh, well, yeah, I could take a bubble bath or I could do, you know, I could get my nails done or I could go buy myself a gift. But what if none of those things really do anything for you? Right. And for me, buying myself (laughs) a gift doesn't really nurture because sometimes I feel guilty afterwards that I bought that (laughs) gift. So that's then what I'm I'm working through. So I want to share a couple things. I love nature and I am of the belief system that we should all be more connected to nature and we've gotten so pulled away from it, but slow walks in nature, Mm. like mindfully walking in nature, listening to the leaves rustle, seeing the breeze and flowing in the air. Maybe it's just a little, Oh, I don't know what they're called, but they're kind of fuzzy and floating through the air. Right. (laughs) Or we, Luckily, being in Florida, I have a lot of trails that we can walk on that are that kind of go side by side the the water and mm. things like that. So you get to see the water and the, the movement of the water. That's something that really nurtures me. Mm. And when I give that to myself, I take the time to go do that. Right. I'm showing myself love. Um, showers, mm. yes. I'm not talking, I'm not talking about, well, you just don't you take shower a shower. You shower. <laughs> I do. I definitely do. But I'm talking about mindful showering right. specifically for me, 
That looks like adding essential oils that I might not take the time to do every single time. It's scrubbing my body, exfoliating my body, and I shouldn't do that every day. So it's it's a very um, connective thing for me mm-hmm. to do to take the scrub, feel it in my hand, rub it on my body, feel my hand gliding over my arms or my my breast or my stomach or my hips or my my thighs, even between my toes, like because mm-hmm. I I except for getting into my hair and my vulva and things like that, I I try not to miss any part right. of my body. So the connection and the attention I'm giving to myself in that moment. Mm. You look like you're like, oh, like you're yeah. <laughs> when I explain that. Um, sexual self-pleasure. That's mm-hmm. something, taking time for myself. And that's another one that some selfish things came up for me specifically in the beginning. And I hear this come from a lot of people. Well, if I, if I, you know, take time for myself and I go over here and I, and I ask to not be bothered to do this, I'm taken away from my partner. Right. Or, well, my partner does that for me. Well, my thoughts a little bit different. If you don't mm-hmm. actually know what you like, how do you even get more pleasure from your partner and showing them what you like? Right. So I know that I'm not showing myself actionable love if I don't take that time for myself. And you and I have worked through our shit with that. (laughs) And we're okay now saying, hey, baby, I want to go do some self-pleasuring by myself. And we're like, yeah, cool. Let me know when you're done. And afterwards, if you want me to join, that's fine too. But I don't have to be there Mm -hmm. with you. Um, You know, the other thing is my loving self-talk. Hmm. being kind to myself yeah right? hey, that's a tough one it was a really <laughs> it sounds really easy it does <laughs> but you have to notice when you're not talking nice to yourself mm-hmm. and i don't think we're all aware of that um and then you know one thing that i can think of is buying clean non-toxic beauty products that yeah. shows my body love that's actionable love mm. because i know what those those products do to me with the toxins right and i don't i don't definitely don't want to try to minimize the cancer risk that i have and stuff like that so by physically picking up Mm. non-toxic items that makes me feel good so Mm. those are some things for myself that you may Mm. not exactly resonate with but do you have anything for yourself that you yeah the two on your list that are I've been sitting here thinking about it and I really can't think of two better ones, but time and nature and sexual self-pleasure are probably the two that, that I go to the most. Mm. Um, I, I think that we've, we've talked about this probably too many times, but uh, you know, sexual love is a big part of how I give and receive love. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, so for me, that's a self-love that makes perfect sense. Uh, and just being in nature is that that's my happy place. I, I don't care where it is, what temperature it is, just get me outside and I'm happy. So um, if I want to have a minute with myself, I go outside. That's just it's, I sun, wind, rain, whatever. Just I need to be outside. So um, those are two huge ones for me. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And so 
I can take that and go right into partner. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can tell you when I see you doing that out in nature, it makes me feel good mm. as well. And I don't mm. even know if you knew that, that sometimes I'm watching you and then taking a pause and I know, I know you're just closing your eyes to listen and maybe feel the sun just mm-hmm. a little bit more in your face or something like that. And that makes me have that, that warm, <laughs> fuzzy feeling inside of me too. Yeah. So for partners, like I can think specifically – if I'm not present and if I'm not holding space for you in our communication, mm. meaning not talking over you, but seriously, you know, giving you the space to talk and say what you need to say. If I'm not doing that, that's not actionable love. So I can tell you I love you in the morning, but if I'm constantly talking over you, mm-hmm. over you all day mm-hmm. long, to me, I'm not showing you that. Right. And and on this topic, let's be honest, that's not been the issue. That the reverse is the issue. <laughs> uh, so anyone who's spent more than 30 seconds with me knows I'm an excitable boy. And I do get excited about things. And I have I grew up in an excitable family, we can put it that way. Uh, <laughs> dinners are not quiet events in my household. They never have been. Uh, so learning to hold space and, and sit and be present and not get overexcited and try to tell you all the ways I love you while you're trying to actually talk, um, took time. Uh, but it is certainly one of my favorite skills. It's you laugh at me anytime we're like, we need a topic. I'm like, we should talk about holding space because that's like my favorite thing and it works <laughs> awesome and everyone should do more of it uh, because it was life changing. It, yeah. it really was. And uh, so that is something that I have learned over the years to do as a gesture of love, which is what it is yeah. for anyone I want to be present yeah. with. It's a gesture of love to slow myself down and breathe and actually listen and, and be there and be present. So I know you say that you, you might do it more, but <laughs> I get excited too. And, and, and we all do it and it's not like you're not going to do it at some point, but recognizing it and going, Oh shoot. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Didn't mean to speak over you, you right. know, mm-hmm. and then shutting up and allowing <laughs> you then to do it. Right. So we all do that. Mm-hmm. That's not gonna, you know, yeah. And then, oh, something else I could speak on is doing things that you know they love. Not just saying, I love you again, but showing them in the actions that they most enjoy. Mm -hmm. So for me, there's two things immediately that come up that you do that may take extra time in your day Mm -hmm. or something that Mm -hmm. you don't maybe really care about yourself. (sighs) But you know I do, and you know it's right. going to make me happy and that that's an actual way of showing love, mm-hmm. right? So I'm somebody that sometimes I'm even making my bed before I even get out of it. Like I'm pulling the covers up and everything, and then I get out. And it's the first thing I do when I wake up is mm-hmm. I make my bed. And I like pillows, and I like fashion pillows, and my I, all my pillows are velvety in there, right, and soft. <laughs> and I like them set up a certain way. I – Always do that. That's not something that I really doesn't. You said when I'm out of town, you never make the bed, right? Those pillows never move. 
<laughs> they get shoved they in, get the put co- in the corner <laughs> until you come home. <laughs> so yeah. that shows you right there. It's mm-hmm. not something nope. that's important to you. It's important to me. Yeah. And so what's really cool is in the, I'm, you'll be laying in bed still. I'll mm-hmm. get up. I'll go to the bathroom, wash my face, come down, put on the, the hot water and I'll start making our tea. And then you come down and then I'll go up expecting to make the bed. Mm -hmm. The bed's made. Mm -hmm. And my pillows are exactly where I like them. (sighs) And I just think that's not something important to you. No. But you did it to show me that actionable love. The other one I can think of is... Ooh, got a little leaky with that one. Um, ah, flower pictures. Mm. You either take the pictures or find the pictures to send me via text. And this doesn't even have to, you don't even have to be away from here. Mm-hmm. You can be at the house. We could be sitting right next to each other. Or you could be outside and I could be inside or vice versa. And you will find a beautiful flower picture and you will send it to me. Mm-hmm. Again, that's showing me that you love me. Mm-hmm. And that came, it's funny, I was just talking about this with someone the other day because we were walking along talking and, and I went, oh, hold on. And I stopped yeah. and I took a picture of a flower real quick and a couple little tappy taps, put my phone back in my pocket. Okay, thanks. And we started walking. And she was like, what was that? I said, oh, I'm kind of obsessed with sending my pic- my wife random flower pictures with zero context. <laughs> and she thought that was a very sweet thing to do. And so where that came from is for years I have worked in beautiful places. I've been very lucky in my career to work in, in places that are absolutely gorgeous. And you love flowers. And every time I see beautiful flowers, my first thought is, Dragonfly would love those. Hmm. Always. It's just that those two things are paired in my brain. You, beautiful flowers. I see beautiful flowers. I think of you. So all I did, and and here's where you're going with this, all I did was attach an action to it. I had the thought all the time. Beautiful flowers, dragonfly, done. Thought together. Okay, pair an action with that. Take a picture of the flower and send it to her. And I used to think I would have to say something and try to. And then I was just like, no, all you're doing is going, hey, thinking of you. Saw this thought of you. Yeah. Picture, send, phone in the pocket, back to my conversation. And so, and it's it's become a thing. Like I literally, it has for, all the time. Uh, since I've had a phone with a camera in it. Yeah, is, like I don't how long <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We're we're getting old. It's been a while. (laughs) But yes, those are two main Mm -hmm. things that I can think Mm -hmm. of that immediately. And somebody might say it's not a big deal, but it's the point. Exactly. Exactly. So for you, what are two things that I do for you? Well, it's funny. Or two or three or four. I don't know. Whatever you have, one. Uh, It's funny that you mentioned tea because mine involves tea as well. Uh, (laughs) So. I I work outside, 
uh, and I love being outside, and I drive a 32-year-old vehicle that doesn't have heat in it. Now, in Florida, that's typically not a problem, but we get a couple days where it's chilly, where, you know, if it's 45 degrees and it's the sun hasn't come up yet and you're driving to work and your vehicle has no heat, you notice, and those mornings, you will get up. Just those mornings? Not just those mornings, but I notice it on those mornings okay. because, and I'll tell you why. Because I think I do it every Our day. house is pretty chilly. You make tea every day. <laughs> but what I'm saying is on the weekends when I go to work early. That's when it hits you the hardest. Because you mm. make a point to get up early when it's cold, which you don't enjoy doing. To make sure that I have tea for my drive. Because warm, I mentioned at some point how much... I love having warm tea on my cold drive. Now, again, it doesn't happen a lot in the winter. Lucky, and we live in Florida. Uh, but I will watch you get out of bed and bundle yourself up so that you can come downstairs. We keep our house pretty chilly in the winter. And to to make me tea. So that that was one that, that I thought of as well. Um, hmm. And the other one is, you're probably going to think it's kind of funny, but we mentioned it earlier that Sexual touch is very important to me, and, and that is a way that you're very that I sexually love. aroused. Yes, um, but it it's an appreciation. So you're going to laugh because this usually happens in the shower. We do have a big outside shower that with two shower heads, so we shower together ninety nine percent of the time. And every once in a while, if it's been a little bit like we haven't been maybe sexually active for a little bit, you'll just reach over and just touch him. Like you won't, you won't, it, it's not sexual at all. It's just, you just reach over and go, I love you, or you're great. Or you always say something nice and be like, I know it's been a while. And, but it's not because, because of you, like, you're great. You're awesome. Thanks for being there. And <laughs> I'm paraphrasing terribly, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the intention behind it, it's just a, Oh, because it, I don't know. It just feels, it feels like it's that action of, I love you. And I know you're talking to him and not to me. And that makes it even better <laughs> in a way. Like, I love you. Sorry, I haven't been around lately, but I'm here and I appreciate you. And, and we appreciate that. That's so awesome. It makes us feel loved. So I would like to, can <laughs> I... Right now, clarify something. It's your podcast. You can say whatever you want. (laughs) When I do that, yes, um, I do talk to your your penis. I do. I also talk to your balls. But when I'm doing that, I'm I'm essentially connecting to all of you. I know one of your main arousal arousal pathways is sexual. Mm -hmm. I know this, and that's not always a sexual touch, like you said, but it's. It's connecting in that space that I know mm-hmm. that connects with you and offering that that love, mm-hmm. that moment to mm-hmm. you. And yeah, it might be a week. It might have been three days. I, for me, 24 hours is a long time. So <laughs> I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea when I say it's been a while. Like it, <laughs> it has been six <laughs> months. I don't – have we ever – no, even when I was in Mexico for six months. Yeah, three and to- a half months I came down there. I was like, no, there's no more of this. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
Well, we should have lined you up some some play friends before I yeah. left, and then that would have been. If you ever leave again, we will have a different schedule. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so th- I mean, thank you for sharing that. No problem. Uh, I love the tea, and and I and I know that I had said like, oh, but I do that. You know, I don't. I try to make it every day. Yeah, we don't drink coffee. Um, you used to drink a lot of coffee, mm-hmm. and you stopped drinking coffee and went to herbal tea. And, and it wasn't something I was doing. I would make my tea and you would Mm -hmm. make your coffee. And when you shifted that over, I started making tea for both of us. And it's something I genuinely enjoy doing because I know you really appreciate it and you love it. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So thank you for, and I appreciate it every day for sure. But there is a deeper appreciation on the cold days on the days that I know that, well, and I know that you put in extra effort. I, you know that I have no expectation of daily tea. It's not like if you don't make me tea, I get upset. Mm-mm. There's zero expectation there. I appreciate it every day. But on the days that I'm like, oh, she got up early in the cold. She didn't have to. Like, those are the days that I'm like, this is more than just making tea. Like, this is a, a sign of something more. So those are the days that I just kind of check. It's a sign of actionable love. Mm-hmm. Is what it is. Exactly. Wonderful. Thank mm-hmm. you for sharing that. No problem. Oh, actionable love. And think about the way, oh, I would love to share this. Share what? I did something this year that I had never done because I wanted to represent that actionable love in my community. Mm-hmm. And um, you brought me home flowers on <laughs> Sunday. Mm-hmm. Not Valentine's Day, nope. but you brought them home on Sunday, which which I usually get flowers at least once a week uh, from you or myself. Right? right. And you brought them home on Sunday and you brought me a lot. And for some reason, I received these this time and I just had this feeling that these aren't for me. Mm. And I would love for you to share your perspective on giving mm-hmm. gifts as well. Um, and I just felt like they weren't for me. And I had asked you, like, is it okay if I share these with others? And you said, of course, they're yours. You get to do it. Mm-hmm. I gave them to you now. You get to do with them mm-hmm. what you want. And so I took them and I cut them up and I laid them all out. And we live in a smaller community. And this year it's been interesting in our community. We've had a couple things happen. And so I also realized that being in this space of love and everything, maybe the women in this community aren't all celebrated. They're not all seen in love. Mm. Because I know a couple husbands that I've heard them talk to their wives, Mm. and I'm like, if you ever talk to me like that, we would not be married. That just would not happen, right? Yeah. So I thought about it for a second. I was like, these are not my flowers. I would love to share these and celebrate these women. Mm. So that evening, I kind of hid in our outdoor uh, cooking space, your outdoor cooking space. Let's be honest. (laughs) I don't do much cooking at all. And I set them all up. I cut them and I took out my purple ribbon and I tied them all together and I put them in a basket. And It was so much fun. It was so exciting for me. And it happened to be Super Bowl night and we don't watch the Super Bowl. So I went around like a giddy. I was so giddy and I was so happy. And I went around to all the women's doorsteps 
and I left them a hand tied flower arrangement. And then I knocked and then I ran away. (laughs) It was so much fun. It was so much fun. I did get caught twice. I wasn't quite fast enough because once I, I didn't really, the wind was blowing and I, I hope everybody got their flowers (laughs) because I left them for everybody. So I really hope everybody got them, but it was quite windy that night. And the wind had blown and I was like, oh, and I tried to find another place for it. And they're like coming out. I could not believe the response. Not everybody knew it was me. And mm. that's not why I did it. Right. I, the reason why I ran away is because I didn't want you to know it was <laughs> me. But I just wanted you to feel celebrated and uh, loved and seen in this moment that we're all in in this world. Mm. And it felt so good to do. Mm. And I was shocked about how many people it resonated with. Mm. Our president, I heard through the grapevine, we had a chili cook-off and our president even made an announcement that there's been some things happening in our community that's been hard for all of us, but the, I was called the Cape's Cupid or something, (laughs) that left the flowers shows that there is significant love in this community. Mm -hmm. And then made the comment, if you know who it is, don't tell anybody, (laughs) because if they wanted you to know, they would have left a note saying who it was. Right. And that felt so good. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. My heart just is so filled up by that. Yeah. And that took a moment of possible selfishness that could have been seen as selfish. Taking those flowers that you gave me and then mm. doing something else with them. Right. Not... Not what you wanted me to do with them, (laughs) but what I wanted to do with them. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to share them. And the fact that they were received in the way and made a difference that I wanted, that was my intention behind Mm -hmm. it, felt so good. And if Mm -hmm. I hadn't listened to myself and what my needs were in that moment, I wouldn't have been able to show actionable love. So I just wanted to share that. So if you're in a community and you have the option to do that sometime, I encourage you to do it. Mm. I really, really do. Really. I hope you enjoyed today's episode on actionable love. And remember, the choices you make, the programming you follow, the relationships you engage in, and the sex you feel is yours. What are you choosing? Till next time, orgasmic breath, love, and hugs from my heart and genitals to yours. Thank you for listening. I do hope you enjoyed this episode of Pure Orgasmic Love Podcast, and I look forward to pleasing your ear holes in the next one. If you have a cue and want some perspective, email me at podcast at puregasmiclove.com. Want to discover even more? slide on over to the website at puregasmiclove.com. Connect with you soon.